Hey, this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Jersey Boys podcast right here on the Premier Streaming Network. And, of course, the Premier Podcast Network. It is your boys, Dave Sturcio, alongside nationally known comedian Brett Ernst. And, of course, America's fan himself, Keith Ernst. Fellas, how are we doing? Coming off uh, cut day, coming off the final preseason game. we got a lot of stuff to talk about and dive into. Uh, we want to also, before we get into anything else, thank Jesse Holly for coming on last week. A very good episode. It was highly regarded, and people were shooting me DMs and stuff saying it was a great interview. And so all well to our, um, I guess, honorary Jersey boy that he comes on here every time, make sure he's well aware and that the masses are aware that the guy's from Jersey, not Texas. So that guy, that guy, did you send that guy? We're out of stock right now. I have to send him one. Sorry. Go ahead, Brett. No, I was saying that guy is really, really on point with what uh, with his knowledge of what he knows, man. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I guess take it from somebody who's been in the locker rooms, who's been in these training camps, who's been in, you know, pretty much, uh, you said it best, Keith, last week, or at least you asked him the differences between the McCarthy summer camp and, of course, the Jason Garrett one, the Jason Garrett one he was involved in and, um, you know, played in. Uh, but then, of course, he's viewing it from the outside. Uh, as a, a member of the Dallas Cowboys media. So, and of course, you know, it always kind of makes me uh, kind of, it's a cool feeling to see him on the show, but not only on the show, but also filming the show from the Dallas Cowboys recording studio. Yeah. So that was pretty dope. Um, all right. So before we get into the 53 man roster, there was a game that was played. Uh, we all kind of, you guys said they were going to lose. I'm not sure. Sh- I don't remember what I said, um, but Hey, listen, the curse of the non-winning non-winning preseason games is over. We won one. Uh, handedly, too, might I add. I think we played a fantastic game of football. Will Greer, before we get into what actually happened with him, we kind of knew, and you kind of predicted it, Keith, that he was going to go out there and throw for 600 yards and score eight touchdowns. He I was close. Yeah. You came that was, close. <laughs> that was great. So, ultimately, before the game happens, we get um, – you know, the last we spoke, we spoke to Jesse Holly, seeing, you know, which guys are going to play. Obviously, Dak Prescott did not play again. Uh, the starters did not play again. You know, C.D. Lamb and Bucket Hats and Shades. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are just – apparently, they're ready to go. Um, so, God bless them. But um, – so, Dak doesn't play. Will Greer plays his ass off. But before the Will Greer situation or game happens where we can say that that was the greatest performance he's ever put on with a star in his helmet, right? Before, Why is that? Why, why would he put on this performance? Because – it was noted that it would be his last as the Dallas Cowboys send the fourth round pick to San Francisco for Trey Lance. We collectively haven't talked about the Trey Lance trade yet. Uh, to take a page out of, of Keith's book, I'm anyone who thinks this puts pressure on Dak Prescott this year, which is garbage. It does It does not. Um, future? Maybe. When the trade goes down, Keith, what are your immediate thoughts? That it puts pressure on Dak Prescott? <laughs> That's exactly what it is. I don't, uh, I don't understand no, how no, you no. can be that. Because you're not going to bring in a, a, a third pick without. I mean, it does put a little pressure on him. I mean, we I, had we we have Cooper Rush. I mean, we have Will. I mean, why bring him in? Why? Well, the way I see it is, well, Brett, I'll I'll, I'll throw it to you. you. You see that we acquire 
Trey Lance, the former number three overall pick in the NFL draft just a couple years ago. All right. What's your thoughts? No, you I, you finish yours because you. Were gonna I was just going to say. All I'm going to say is this: Dak Prescott, which I think we've all got on record. At least me personally, on a, I'm the one that really like goes on the mountaintops for guys like Dak and Zeke and guys like that. Like this is going to do it. I swear to God, he's going to do it, right? And then like he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. So now I'm looking at Dak Prescott and I'm thinking, for me as a fan, this is it. You've stacked his team. You've loaded up on offense. You've got the best defense in football, in my opinion. If you don't get it done now, I can't get behind another Dak Prescott year uh, of thinking that he's going to take us to the promised land. Now, you acquire Trey Lance, who's, a again, former third round, uh, third pick in the draft, raw, size. There's a lot of people like, oh, well, he couldn't beat out Sam Dar. No, no, no. I think the 49ers screwed this up. I think they just they gave up their pipe dream of Trey Lance way too soon. I don't think it matters this year, but for next year, when that cap hit for Dak Prescott is looking at Jerry Jones in the face, and Jerry Jones is one more year closer to not being around anymore. Now I'm not talking about death, but I'm just saying like able to function as a as a GM. He's got a $60 million cap hit next year, guys. So if he don't get it done this year, you have a guy in Trey Lance who you can mold to be the quarterback of the future. Brett, your thoughts. Uh, first off, it was a fourth round pick. It, it you know, it doesn't cost us anything. Um, some value I there, some. Not, I mean, but not Dak, really. Dak was a fourth round pick. You know what I'm saying? So, you like, there's some, you find Trey the diamonds Lance, in the rough. No, you're, you're missing what I'm saying. You, what, what, what San Francisco gave up to get him and then just to give him to us for a fourth round pick, it really, something's not right. And, you know, Trey Lance, he only had, he, only played 17 college games, man. I mean, yeah. what, what are we going on here that um, I don't think it was meant to put a fire under Dak's ass, but you gotta, you gotta look at it this way too. If, if Trey takes over the team, it won't be for two to three years from now. I think we should have kept Will Greer, man. Um, Wait. So <laughs> wait a second. So After that, after that Dan Marino performance he had. <laughs> <laughs> Running, passing, doing all Mike Vick type shit. So, yeah, I hear you. All right. First off, the reason Will Greer did so well is because he had nothing to lose. Okay? Played free. That is, they caught him. He just went out there and had fun. And when you have fun, that's what you do. He's just putting it out there. He's doing what I don't think he has that same performance if they don't they didn't tell him he was going to be released. I don't he think so either. I mean, when you don't care, you go out, you have a better time no matter what you're doing. You know, so anyways, but it's like when I go uh, out on Saturday nights, you know, I just don't give a shit and I have a better time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just you know, no pressure at all. I mean, what pressure did he have? So I mean, that's why he right. played so well. And he had it, he had the best Dallas Cowboy preseason performance since 1999, they said. But, anyways, as far as Lance goes, I mean, so what you're saying, Sturch, is Lance doesn't need to be there for that fire to be under deck. Uh, I think that what you're saying is that no matter what, like, like, like Jerry after this year is going to have a $60 million hit. So whether Dak does well or not, he needs to know he needs to do well, regardless of Trey Lance or not. Right. So this, so this is just like a double down almost like, you know, okay. you, you know, your contract's coming up and you know, we're going to have to negotiate or do something. Cause look, I think still, to be honest with you, and and this might piss off Cowboys nation or like, you know, cause there are Dak haters out there that just seem to think that this guy can't get it done. I still think maybe even before the season starts, which is obviously 11 days away as we record this, there's a chance he gets extended. 
right? And then you really start to think like, then what in the God's name was this trade for if you're now extending Dak and kicking the can down the road, Brett? He is not getting extended. He's not. I'm going to say this. Um, God forbid. Receipts. Receipts, Keith. <laughs> receipts. Yeah, he's not right now, he's not. He will not at all this season. No, sorry. Okay. God, God forbid he goes down, okay? And God forbid something happens to uh, – what's his name? The Cooper other guy. Rush. The Cooper other Rush. guy. <laughs> Put some respect uh, on his name. He went five and one as a starter. We're, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. I don't know. Well, look, here's the thing. Now, this is literally, I, I mean, know. look at Hollywood. You guys are actors, right? You, you know, you're in the in the business. Like, you know, look at the script right now. We saw this happen in 2016. Dak Prescott had no business being on that roster, to be honest with you. Right? If it's not for Kellen Moore breaking his ankle and Romo breaking his back, we won't even know who Dak Prescott is until maybe the following year or maybe the year after that. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying is, does Trey know the offense? I mean, I mean he's learning you know, it right now. He's at practice well, today wearing Will Greer's I'm number, say by this, the way. this, <laughs> and I want receipts on this, okay? Uh-huh. Dak is going to blow it up this year. And um, I'm you. No, I'm you. Okay. Okay. Let me finish. I've been his biggest critic from day one. I think he's come. I think this is going to be his year, man. He's going to blow it up this year. I want receipts on this. I want your receipts. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know. I don't know names. Okay. I know. I know ability. And I'm telling you right now. Dak is going to have an, an an amazing year this year. And I want receipts on that. You laughed at me when I said that about the Giants. And I'm telling you right now, Dallas is going to – Dak is going to outperform. This is going to be his best year. Okay, you said that four times, all right? I'm so telling you, you now. right now I'm that, you, that motherfucker's end. not Every real. time the show ends, Brett goes, that's fucking awful, and he's the problem. <laughs> no. I said he's the, the question mark. You're Last pulling year, back the curtain. I know. Careful. There's a question, there's a, I'm telling you, there's a question mark. There was a question mark. I'm telling you, Dak is going to have a great year this year. Okay? Uh, listen, to your words to God's ears, man. I, I think. Listen. If he could stay healthy. Which, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, this is, I mean, okay. look, All right, he impressed me as an offensive receipt. coordinator too, huh? Go ahead. You get, you get that receipt. Okay. All right. But mm-hmm. You just complete, you can't say now when that shits the bed this year that, oh, I always knew. Oh, I, oh, you're throwing all that out the window right now. In Brett's defense, in Brett's defense, because I, I ride along with Brett on this one, I think Dak Prescott is primed to have a very do. good year. But but what I'm saying is, in his defense, Brett's never really um, like downplayed his ability as a quarterback. He downplays when he shows up to be a good quarterback. No, he so downplays like, his deep ball all the time. Yeah, well, but I, I'm telling you, man, he's, 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 he's been and that's another thing. Kid. He also says he can't lead receivers; they're always behind him. So I, I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, is he's changing his team. Okay, I think, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna come into prime form this year. And Brett, you sent a, a clip of a show that I can't even stomach to watch because it, I think it's all kind of acting and garbage. It's a tire take, you know. They're saying like, you know. The Cowboys will only be as good as Dak Prescott could be. No, no shit, right? Like, no, no one's no, going to no, be no. good that, without a quarterback. What he's saying, he, what he was saying is, and we're talking about ESPN's uh, either up, uh, wake up, or good first take, or but, whatever. Uh, uh, it, he he was echoing what I was saying prior. Now I'm just saying I'm 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 not just putting my faith in Dak. I think he's been he's been putting the work in, man. And uh, 
you know, I just think this is his year. Now, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I mean, we all hope I'm right. Okay. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, let me explain. And I'll admit I'm wrong if if he shits the bed this year. Now, let me explain, okay? This is where I'm confused. We don't want Dak to knock it out of the park this year and when this season. And when I say that is knock it out of the park means we're passing a lot. We're doing all these things we should not be doing. Correct. Okay, that's where I'm a little like Correct. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that? I don't, Did you I, I don't wait, hold on, let me finish. I, I think I've always said I think we can win with Dak, but we can't call the games with Dak we've been calling. That is not how we're gonna win. We can't have him passing 35 to 40 fucking times a game. Well, that's not the way it fucking works. You gotta right. run the ball, you Why gotta bounce the ball like we do with Rush. It's football season, baby. Here we go. We're fired up. I'm just saying it, but that's this I bet. We don't what Dak is gonna do what? And that's and you know what's funny? He needs to manage a game. Keith. There's no knocking it out of the park. Manage Keith. a game. Keith. Cooper Rush was not knocking it out of the park. He True. Was playing smart football, Fair. intelligent football. But what I'm saying is from based off the clip that, that Brett sent last night, overnight, or or early this morning, whatever it was. Um I, I think that the you know, Sal Palantonio has it completely wrong. You know what I mean? He's like, I think that they're gonna they're gonna open up the playbook and they want him to take and be aggressive as he's gonna, ever been. No, listen, no, 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 no. Complete we're gonna run more. State. We're gonna we're gonna have a a more balanced offense this year. I think we're gonna be a little. We're gonna run a lot more than we did. Um, and maybe that. Dak runs a lot more. And it yeah. and it's gonna be a uh you know again uh, this is all on paper, but um we're gonna be running a lot this year. And, and considering yeah, considering who they kept, and we'll go into that kind of segue into that um with the. The 53 man roster. And I think I slid into what's his name? Lepke's DMs. So did I. (laughs) Um, Dude, I think that is the smartest keep. That guy is, is going to be, you know, we, we can use him in the short yardage. He can, he can line up as a tight end. If we need him. we got an extra blocker in the backfield. Um, We got an extra blocker for Pollard. If if, if we're running some I formation as, and we have a fullback. Some old school Um, shit. I, I love the West coast style. For Dak, where it's going to be, you know, shorter outs, uh, Texas, you know, Texas coast. Bro. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Um, but I, listen. I don't know. I, I think this offense might be suited for him. And, um, you know, I, 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 I look, I, I obviously, I mean, I've been his biggest critic from day one and it's, and again, we have receipts on what I say. It's, it's not when it's when he makes those passes. And I think he's going to be a different player this year. I think they do dial it back. I think he has plenty of weapons underneath. And I said it yesterday on my show. I said, you got guys that can make plays in space, right? And, and if you get them off to these short, intermediate routes, your slants, your drags, your your checkdowns, I think there's good good to be had for Dak Prescott this year. Less mistakes. Less mistakes. You got to limit his mistakes, uh, Keith. You said it. You, you can't throw the ball 40 fucking times. You can't. So well, how do you do that? I mean, you don't I mean, throw. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Look. I'm done. Already? <laughs> I've been burned way too many fucking times by believing in Dak Prescott. Well, guess what? He's gonna like have said, to fucking show me till the end. I'm it's like gonna, the, it's like it's like it's like the you know the the girlfriend or wife who says they're not gonna fucking cheat. They're not gonna cheat and they always cheat. All right, when are you gonna fucking believe him? You're never gonna believe him until you die. Well, I just keep no, forgiving great, her because I'm a great a- analogy. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue why I went with that. But. Jesus Christ. I'm sitting here like, well, I guess you just you're just one of those fucking forgivers and cucks and <laughs> whatever else. Like you're just sitting there enjoying it. Um, anyway, 
Moving on to the 53-man roster as we talk about Dak Prescott, who is not. Wait, before we move on, the other thing that I was concerned about was overpaying him, okay, which I didn't think that made sense. I think that, you know, if if we we didn't give him what the market demands, I mean, you know, it should have been based solely on performance. Um, You know, Jesse echoed a lot of what we've been saying where, all right, he definitely in the top 15, if top 10 quarterback. But a lot of it has to do this year with the play calling and, you know, Dak's choices and progressions. And I, I just think that, you know, I think he, he learned a lot last year. And um, again, man, you know, if, if he doesn't step it up this year, then we, re- we really got to think about our future. Well, you I think they I mean? did. I think the Trey Lance does say if he doesn't step I up. I think Trey Lance is the answer, man. I mean, I'm you not know, he is. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying it. Look, what I from what I was told, the Cowboys were trying to draft a quarterback in the third or fourth round this year, and every guy that they wanted was slipping off the board. So all of a sudden, you have yourself now a yeah. 23-year-old quarterback who's a project, and then and we'll see if he's any good. Look. If we're getting him on the fourth round pick level, right, and then like all of a sudden his contract comes up in two years, they're not going to pay him like a starter, right? So unless he is the starter, and at that point, shit, I don't even want to know what the fucking market value is for a starting quarterback in the NFL in two years now. It'll be probably upwards in the 45 to 50 range without even blinking, and and, and then that's what we're doing. Daniel Jones, just call it how it is, Daniel Jones now has the same identical contract as Dak Prescott based off of one year. So it's like, let's not get crazy. This is what people are making, and that's it. We're not going to talk contracts have because we, ha- we cap, have no stroke man. on that. huh? I, th- I think the NFL is going to have to raise the cap. Well, they do every year. They raise yeah, the cap I mean, every year. Like, if, if this is going to be the market value for quarterbacks. Well, again, what we've been seeing now for the last, well, this year in particular, for, for every quarterback making $50 million a year, a la, you know, Patrick Mahomes or whoever, you know what I mean? Like, the other positions are taking a hit, meaning nobody's paying running backs anymore. So it's like, where is that extra money going to go? They're going to go to the quarterback. It's a quarterback-driven league. Everybody passes, right? So, Or it goes to your lineman or whatever else. But the running back all of a sudden, with all the Jonathan Taylor shit that we've been reading or I've been reading um, in the news, it's like all of a sudden, you know, he's not worth shit, according to Jim Irsay, but uh, he wants a first-round pick for him. So fuck you. You're, you're going back and forth on your own word. But that's another conversation for another day. Um, so, yeah. So... Dak Prescott is obviously the commander-in-chief of this offense. He is going to be followed up by Cooper Rush and Trey Lance. They kept three quarterbacks. Mike McCarthy did go on record and said he would love for Will Greer. Uh, selfishly, he would love to see him go through waivers. He would bring him back to the practice squad right away. It doesn't happen. Will Greer signs with the Bengals, which, by the way, I had to be corrected online because I thought there is a rule that if you're waived, right, if you're waived and you're scooped up, you have to automatically go to the 53-man roster. But this right. was a straight cut job before the before all the bullshit. So this is a release making him a free agent to do whatever he wants. So he signed with the Bengals practice squad. That's how that worked. That's the loophole that I had to go through because I was like, wait a minute. Oh. If the Bengals are claiming him, right, you would have to – when you claim somebody, they go to your 53. You know what I mean? That's just the rule. But they didn't have to claim him. He, he was a free agent outright. So why, how that we, why didn't we just waive him then? No fucking idea because they had to make room for Trey Lance to be on the, the on that original roster. It's kind of wacky how it all played out. But anyway, so Dak Cooper Rush, Trey Lance is your quarterback room. The surprise for me in the running back room was the the cutting or the waving or whatever, however you want to fucking break it down. Malik Davis, 
who has made his way back to the practice squad. In case you guys weren't aware, he is on the practice squad right now. Uh, but we are carrying four, including Tony Pollard as the one, Rico Dattle as the two, Little Deuce Vaughn makes the team. He is running back three. And like Brett was alluding to before, Hunter Lipke, uh, which uh, people are calling him the bison, baby moose. Uh, I don't know. However you want to go nuts about it. Hunter Lipke makes this team. And as Brett was alluding to it before, I think it's a very solid move for the running game, for the pass protection. And you guys could shed some light on. If you guys were shocked at this, were you shocked that Malik found his way out? Brett? How do you feel going forward with the running back? Uh, I, I was shocked that Dallas actually made the right decision on this one, man. I mean, <laughs> I love that kid. And, uh, you know, he plays hard. And, uh, again, man, I, I think he brings a lot to the offense uh, more than Malik does. I mean, you know, especially, uh, like I said, man, the, the, I mean, he was running hard, Malik, though, <clears throat> against the Raiders. I, and that performance put Lipke on the on the radar of, of saying, like, we can't get rid of this guy. He's that good. So yeah. that's why, you know, he made the 53. Uh, Keith, how do you feel well, about the running back room? I think uh, what I was going to say Malik didn't have the pop that he had last year because you guys, I don't know if you remember, I liked him a lot last year in preseason. You know, it's weird yeah. with, uh, with Hunter because you like that's the second preseason in a row where a preseason game actually got somebody a roster spot that was visible. Mm -hmm. You know, that was very, you know what I mean? Like, like first the Turpin. You know, like Turpin, one, you know what I mean? Through a preseason game. Two. Two of them. Yeah, yeah. And then, he and returned then, and he Hunter, took him to the last, house. Hunter, this last preseason game, yeah. I mean, what I liked about him is, and I, I think I brought it up in the text, is he's one of those runners that the, the more you give it to him, like, he, the more steam he gets. It was weird watching him. Like, he got better as, as, the, game, as the game went on. Like, he has one speed and he always uses it, which, you know, there's no – there's no different like level. It's one level for him all the time. He's no, he's no, uh, he's no Nick Ralston, but we get it. <laughs> all of a sudden, the, the it was the it's the go on the Jersey Boys or my show curse. All of a sudden, two years in a row, yeah. I'm like fuck. Uh, so moving on to the the, the, Wait, the wide out. Search. Does Jesse Holly still have a job? Why would he not have a job? Because he went on our show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would have to send him a DM like, hey, man, you still employed over there with uh, Big D? <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that's your running back room. The receivers, we are officially keeping six wide receivers, obviously uh, headlined by CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup. Jalen Tolbert had himself a fantastic camp and great preseason games. He's wide receiver four. As I said, and Keith thought he would be on the outs, Kevontae Turpin is on this team. Um, as the kick returner, and we'll see if he gets work as a skill position player in the backfield or whatever. The I guess the the not the shock, but you know, Jalen Brooks did enough, and he makes the team at six uh, to make the six wide receiver guys that were cut. Simi Fajoko, he's out. Um, that project is done. I don't even see him on the practice squad roster right now, so I think he's completely that ship has sailed. I feel bad for him only because I seen him. He put out a story of like his DMs. Like, and some fan was like, Sim, like last year, or no, no, it was like beginning of the summer. Simmy, you're the goat. I love you. I'm your biggest fan. And like yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, he got a DM from the same guy. He didn't, he never answered him, but he screenshot and posted. He got to see it. The, the, the next message was, get the fuck up off my team. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's like you gotta be fucking kidding me. People, uh, that's fucking ruthless. I hate people. Well, uh, you, you know what sucks about it too is people that are basking in the glow of this, saying they suck, whatever. I mean, th- these kids work hard. Um, it's a dream. I know. For them, um, you know, it, it sucks that I mean, it, it's a cutthroat business, you know. Um, but you, you never want to see. You, you wish you could sign everybody, man. You know, because you know, but this, this is this is any walk of life too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I said it yesterday on Twitter. I said, look, I know it's cut down day, but maybe be some, but be mindful of how you how you report or how you celebrate somebody's. Life. It's like you know, going to you know, open mic night and fucking keith all of a sudden was like ah he's not gonna make the cut tonight sorry keith and we're like yeah keith fucking stinks yeah like fuck that dude like what why you know a guy just lost out on a paycheck you know what i mean so it just doesn't make any sense to me to to be so negative um about a cut but anyway i'm I'm happy i'm happy with the receivers and I'm, i'm happy that we kept if we if we had to lose say uh a hunter right over uh Turpin, I would have mm. been pissed, but if, as, as long as we kept both, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? If we got Deuce Turpin and Hunter Lefke, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy with. Yeah, it, it seems you like know? they made. Uh, they did the. They did the. Um, the what do you call it? the roster gymnastics or the salary gymnastics or however you put it. But yeah, to keep all three of those guys somehow, some way, without some sacrifice, as we move to the tight end room. But before I do that. You're cool with the wide receiver room, Keith? Everything got yeah. to check out for yeah, you? I'm, I'm completely fine with it. Um, I, would, t- I, I meant maybe Dennis Houston I would have taken over the the sixth, seventh round pick this year, but whatever. Dennis so, Houston okay. finds himself now as a New York Giant, and he was claimed, so he will be across the field on week one right off the rip. So that's interesting to see that. Um, the tight end room, uh, to my displeasure, uh, they did not keep four. They kept three. Uh, Jake Ferguson's tight end one. Peyton Hendershot and Luke Sh- uh, Shoemaker are two and three. Sean McEwen was cut, um, but he opted to sign, re-sign with the Cowboys practice squad. He did clear waivers, so he will be uh, being brought back, which I was had to. Ha- I actually had to be reminded uh, from my buddy over at Blogging the Boys, Tony Catalina. He, he's the one who's like, hey, man, this is the same path as McEwen took last year. He was cut at roster cuts. He was brought back to the practice squad, and all of a sudden they needed him. And he was brought to the main roster, and there you got yourself a main roster spot based off injuries and shit that just happens. Um, so that's your tight end room. I think they're going to be very and again, good. And again, I I I, I could see them putting Lepke at, at at a tight end position. I know? don't know about his hands. I have no idea about his uh you know route running abilities, but you never know for a blocker, maybe. Yeah, I'm saying you know it, there, he brings a lot to 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 the offense for sure. You know, he, he could do. He, I'm pretty sure he could do many things. You know, many thanks, many thanks. Um, I'm with it. Uh, The offensive line. So now this was Jesse Holly's biggest bugaboo. And so with Brett and everyone. Yeah, I'm bugaboo, by the way. That's my call. Um, Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Tyler Beatish. How many fucking ties do we have on this team? Zach Martin and Terrence Steele are your starters. And your depth is, well, let's go. Asim Richards, TJ Bass. Chuma Edoga was a cut yesterday, but they brought him back already to the 53. So he'll be on this team. So um, I don't know. I mean, like Jesse said, or I said, they're one bad injury away from real. I mean, look, Richard's got some praise from uh, Tyron Smith last week. He said that, you know, a couple of his blocks were really good against uh, Las Vegas. Um, Are you confident in that, Keith? Are you like, again, 
Tyron Smith, is it uh, not if, but when he goes down? You know, like, is that just a, an eventual thing that's going to happen? And if so, do we have the depth to replace him? I mean, that was a, a really good, the best showing of preseason for the offensive line that was playing. Um, great. I agree. Uh, Bass, though, also got praise from um, Zach Martin. Okay. Uh, and and also I was reading some of the Dallas Cowboy writers talked about him as well. So yeah, I'm good. Who's that? Um, the first round pick, I believe it was 2019, offensive lineman. He was just cut by the Bears, uh, and he was drafted. I forgot who he was drafted by, but he was just released by the Bears. He's a first round pick. I can't think of his name. He got moved to guard and was doing pretty good, but they still released him. But he's. I bet. Uh, I'm I, not sure, but coming over about 56 minutes ago from Michael Galkin of the Dallas Morning News, uh, the Giants cut center slash guard Sean Harlow. So he's been signed and proclaimed by Dallas. So we do have some extra depth oh. now at center. Um, we'll see if that works out. It's like a little bit, you know, for me, it, it looks like a little bit of gamesmanship, you know, like. Dennis Houston over to the Giants, and we get an offensive lineman. All of a sudden, it's like, all right, so what are they going to run that first week? You know what I mean? Like, And then all of a sudden, that week's going to be over, and both of them are going to be cut. Um, let's see here. We got something here. I don't know. Um, so, in any event. Alex Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood. Leatherwood. Yeah, he never panned out. Yeah, Raiders first-round pick, and then he went to Chicago. He's only been in the league like three years or whatever. Yeah. But anyways. But, well, I mean, again – yeah. From from reading, uh, I mean, you know, I, again, I, I watch uh, Vach Lombardi a lot, and mm -hmm. um, I, I love the way he broke down TJ Bass. I guess you know he, you know, he was getting a lot of praise, and same with Asim Richards. But you know, again, the depth on that O line is <clears throat> is what's worrying me, and um, you know, but I mean, we, we we're working with what we got. I mean, as long yeah. as the starters stay healthy, I, I think we should be okay. But you know, we that's a see. tough wish. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, look, the, the offense only goes as the offensive line goes, you know what I mean? So as long as those guys stay upright, we should be okay. Um, <clears throat> defensively, Which, what's up? Who got put on the IR, um, on injured reserve, the offensive tackle. Was it, well, there's somebody with their shoulder. They're out for the year. Oh, uh, it's out for the year. Is that what you're no, reading? You. What's, what's his name? Um, Is it, well, let's go. No, uh, oh, Forniak. No, a ball or not ball. Was it ball? What the heck's his name? Is the one it, that hurt his hip in the game. Oh, ball. Or yeah. Farniak's well, got a shoulder, maybe. I don't know. They're, they're just, I don't see his name anywhere. But I think that's what it was. He, he was already designated for injury reserve. We'll see. Um, defensively, Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, no surprises there. Sam Williams. <laughs> you guys see the Jerry Jones comments about Sam Williams? No. What were they? <laughs> so last year... <laughs> <laughs> Last year, you saw Sam Williams got in trouble for speeding, doing like 96, right? right, in a fucking 40 or some shit. So he gets he gets in trouble this time around for doing like 70, right? And Jerry Jones is like, well, I see that as progress. Uh, he's maturing. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Are you serious? He's, he's not driving like, as fast. He's like, is that really fucking? Oh, my God, bro. We can't get out. Of this guy can't get out of his own fucking way. It's just never going to happen with this guy, ever. It's unbelievable. He's like, well, you know, he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? He didn't say that. I'm paraphrasing. But, like, you know, what the fuck? Like, uh, anyway, Sam Williams is on the roster. Um, and Dante Fowler makes the roster as well uh, as a defensive end piece. So they're rotating 
pretty much Micah on one side and then rotating four guys on the other side. I can't see any reason why Micah Parsons would be off the field, barring any injury or, you know, just completely gassed or whatever. But the defensive end, the edge rushing position is very deep, I think. I think they're going to be deep. okay over there. Very deep. Yeah. So. Um, I'm happy deep. with that, too. Yeah, I, I think so, for sure. What's up? Keith? There was one uh, defensive player for the Raiders, uh, Neil Farrell Jr., um, who uh, was, like, really, really doing well, defensive tackle. Um, I don't even think he played in the last game because everyone was was sure he was going to make it. He didn't make the team. They just released him. But I don't know if he cleared waivers or not, but that's somebody that would – I know our de- I'm saying in- interior defensive line. Interior that, defensive line is interesting. Obviously, Mozzie Smith was their first uh, pick yeah. this year. Jonathan Hankins, they gave him another deal. Osa, our guy, 007. Uh, Junior Fajoko. Now, I have <clears throat> I have an issue with this one. Not that he's a bad player or a bad guy. I just think that the Joneses are way too um, – they're too – they don't want to be wrong, right? You said it before the show. We went over this. They kept all of their draft picks. Again. Why – uh, right. So it's like almost like, all right, what are you trying to prove? Like we hit on them all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, no, you're just trying to be the smartest guy in the room. And chances are I didn't like for me, Junior Fajoko. Fine. Go, go find me some film. I'm sure Lombardi broke it down. I'm sure guys like my boy Jay Tuck broke it down. I'm sure he's a fine human being and a fine player. But to me, listening to the broadcast, watching the game with my own two eyes, I don't remember one time them saying Junior Fajoko. Yeah, not one, you know, and like, and again, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably, you know, there's probably times where he flashed, got to the backfield, tackled for a loss. I'm sure. Right. But like overall, dude, like, are we, re- are we really going to put a roster spot on a junior Fajoko when the we could have had, you know what I'm saying? Like, the only time I heard it is listening to the, I think it was this last game and they did bring up and, and the, the main reason they brought it up is because we have another Fajoko on the team. It's the only reason I think they brought it up. So his so, cousin got cut. His cousin got cut. Yeah, which is strange. Like two Fiocas. I've never knew one in my life, and both ended up on the same team. <laughs> so it's, after yeah. Fajoko, you got Chauncey, uh, Chauncey Galston and, of course, Big Neville Gallimore. To um, me, Neville, their, biggest, their, was, biggest, their biggest shit last year was their run-stopping ability. I think they did a good job with Mozzie Smith and adding him. And, and Brett, you can shine down on the, on the rest of the guys. Yeah, Neville Gallimore, he was pretty quiet this preseason. You know, um, it's another one I who didn't really. Yeah, I I just didn't see reps, good reps. I don't know. Like, who would you have kept? Well, who would you have kept? That's the selfishly question. maybe yeah. another receiver or maybe no. He's staying on the defense. Oh, right? the defense. defense? Uh, yeah. Who 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 did you want? I don't know. Uh, I, I just like I said. Do you really defensive tackle? You need six. You need six. Oh like, yeah. We, no no no. Yeah, rotation baby. Four. Yeah, I mean, you look, if it, listen, if it all pans out, I'll be the first one to be like, dude, good call. You know, my fault. We needed them. Great. But, like, to me, I don't know. I, I just no, – I, I don't like that because, like I said, that team, you guys, everyone's always stuck on offense. This team is going through our defense. I, I meant the rotation we have on the D-line is going to is gonna help tremendously, especially when Dak's going three and out. We need fresh bodies. That's true. Um, linebacker, they keep four. And they list Marquise Bell as a linebacker now. So they they pretty much they said, look, since the the injury to Overshawn, we're going to need you to move down, and we're going to need you to play a little linebacker and be better at that, and and work him into that rotation. So it's LVE, uh, Demone Clark, Devin Harper, which I said Harper and Clark are both 
serviceable guys. They cut Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox. Um, yeah, Jabril. Why am I thinking like, yeah, Jabril. Uh, Jabril Cox is cut. He lands with the commanders. So whatever. Um, and of course, Marquise Bell is your fourth linebacker. Now, the way I see this is the Cowboys never really actually run like your traditional four, three defense. They just don't. Right. Because it's like you have your two interior defensive line. You have your edge. The linebackers get a lot of play from Leighton Van Der Esch being in the middle. You'll have your Harper or Clark, but you're also going to have that safety roaming. Like like the guys that we're talking about um, with their secondary meaning, Donovan Wilson, Jaron Curse, you know, uh, Malik Hooker, guys like that. They'll roam a little bit. Um, so that's why I don't think they need a traditional three linebacker set that you usually would watch. You guys played defense. I mean, you tell me, like, Having that hybrid guy, Brett, is that better off balance-wise? Like a guy that can thump, that can step up? Or would you rather have your traditional outside linebacker just chilling there? Um, no, I, I think in this style of offense, you got to get the pressure on. Um, you know, I, I love – I love. remember I keep sending you the old Landry defenses where they got like eight guys on the line, mm -hmm. just bringing it every play. Yeah. Um, you know, it's more – that's my what I would suggest we do. Um, <laughs> Just it's funny though, everybody. every defensive coordinator in the NFL is running somewhat of a Tom Landry style defense. I mean, the guy pretty much, you know, is the, is the godfather of defense. And, Absolutely. um, he, uh, you know, I, I love, I love it. I, I love that. You know, look, your traditional style because uh, most offenses aren't as run heavy. So, you know, a style, you, you know, the, the guys that were just there, they were stationary, they fill the holes. Um, you need somebody that's versatile that can, yeah. you know, get into coverage and, 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 you know, blitz and, and can still thump, man. Yeah. I um, think we left the spot open though. And get, I mean, is there any linebackers we could pick up? There was a couple guys that got cut. Uh, I know there was a couple of uh, the guys I follow on Twitter there to, to monitor um, a specific, I forget his name off the top of my head, uh, Eagles linebacker that they've been eyeing for the last couple of years. Um, but don't know. Um, but there's going to be roster spots available, I think. Cornerback room is, to me, is as Wait, deep really as they can too. possibly get. Yeah. Uh, an answer to our linebacker problem, though, is going to be a lot of our safeties that are, they're probably going to play up more. That's what I said. You know, well, yeah. 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 I mean, just bring them, yeah, a couple of guys that can play the tight end or, you know, clog a hole or two. Um, Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, Deron Bland. Jordan Lewis was activated off the pup, so he's good to go, ready to you know, rock and roll with him. There was a trade made. Uh, again, we're not even going to try here on the Jersey Boys podcast. To no, that you're trying. Name. I've been waiting for this all fucking – I want to hear it from you. All right, fine, fine, fine. So no, the you're the only one that can get it, Sturch. A swap, <laughs> all right, a, sw a swap Let's of corners. Kelvin Joseph was a former second-round pick. He is sent to the Miami Dolphins Four. for cornerback – Noah Igmanogin. Okay. Are Tried. you sure? <laughs> He's a former first round pick. That's Noah Iggy to the to the yeah, ladies. Right, yeah. <laughs> so Noah Good Iggy point. is gonna round out our guys along with draft pick Eric Scott Jr. A lot of praise with him. They're gonna keep him. We'll see what happens. We'll see how much time he gets on the field. I mean, he might be a special teams guy, as is Nashawn Wright. Um, who's also back on the team and will be playing probably a lot of special teams. Safety, Donovan Wilson, J. Ron Curse, Malik Hooker, Izzy, mm -hmm. and John Way, uh, John Way Thomas, who got that pick in the first preseason game, he makes the squad. 
fine, you know, but you got to show me. And again, a lot of these guys are going to be playing some special teams for Bones Fossil. So this is probably handpicked for a guy like Thomas, um, Izzy, Nation Wright, guys like that who are going to play a lot of special teams, you would assume, Keith. So we got, uh, a, I, we got an Iggy and an Izzy? Izzy and an Iggy. We got a band. Okay, another right thing now. that I brought up and I just want to say is that uh, <laughs> I brought it up to the – and the text is that people might not know that Iggy was actually drafted before Trayvon Diggs. Hmm. First rounder, he was a pick 30, though, which is kind of close to a second rounder, but hey, whatever. First rounder, Same. Yeah. Right. Hey, First so round pick. Boom. We'll see how oh. it goes. We'll see how it goes. I love our right. safety room, man. I think that's going to make and break our defense because those kids can fly, they can hit. Um, you know, they're going to be playing up. They're going to be supporting the linebackers and uh, hopefully we'll be blitzing some safeties. I love that. Um, but yeah, I love our safety room, man. I, I think we have probably the best overall safety group in the NFL. I think we got the best defense right now on paper. Honestly, yeah. I, I don't see anybody. And that, especially with the 49ers still can't figure out the situation with Bosa. It's like for me, pound for pound front to the back Cowboys are stacked. And, I, and I was, I'll tell you right now, losing Overshone was a big loss, man. That kid, I think, would have made a lot of noise this year. But I, but think about it like this. Next year, you're adding this guy to a roster that is already guys that are already signed for multiple years. So if you thought, if you think that they're going to be a good defense now, you know, just wait. If, if um, Overshone was healthy this year, I, I don't, oh my God, man. It, to have Mike on one side, him on the other, that kid flies, man. He's around the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, loves contact. He can. He's your um, old school. He's your old school prototypical safety slash linebacker hybrid guy. You know, like that's I just the, that. I love the that. guy you want. That, that really hurt. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see if we'll see if they can. You know, kind of weather that storm. Um, there's a lot of a couple guys out there already saying like, don't discredit the idea that Overshawn is back for the playoffs. <laughs> and I was like, well, I mean, think about it like this. I mean, like he gets hurt in the middle of August. You know, I, for one, and I don't play professional sports. I came back on an ACL in 10 months into the ring. Not well, but I was there, you know. Um, you never know. I mean, it, that would be a hell of a fast recovery uh, to get back to the playoffs. But um, specialist Trent Sieg, who is our this year's, um, you know, McLeod. <laughs> so he's our long snapper. Um, Brian Anger is your punter. CJ Goodwin was as now in the practice squad, but he'll more than likely make the team again, come back for the 53 somehow. And Brandon Aubrey is our starting kicker going into the season. It's Aubrey Matic. Aubrey Matic. Who missed the who missed the 59 and then made a 59. And I thought I was like, wow, we got Greg the leg all over again. Aubrey um, Matic. <laughs> Aubrey Matic. <laughs> oh my god, I can see it. Done to me. I will announce real quick the practice squad. Uh, offensive line, Earl Bostic. Cornerback, Josh Butler. Running back, Malik Davis. Tight end, Princeton Font. Cornerback right now, CJ Goodwin. I think he'll be on the 53 somehow. Uh, oh, uh, offensive line, Brock Hoffman. This was a good one that I liked. Linebacker, Malik Jefferson. I know he got hurt, but he looked like he was going to be something good. So good, good on their behalf to keep him around. Uh, defensive end, uh, Darrell Johnson, wide receiver, Tyron Johnson, my guy, our friend and yours, Sean McEwen at tight end, Jalen Cropper, Sheldrick, red, red wine, defensive back, and defensive end, Tyrus Wheat. Um, 
you know, it's funny updates. But I don't it's see funny that. with the Hoffman. Like I don't normally, I mean, I watch offensive line, but you know, like a lot of people, I you don't really watch him. Um, but I was watching him, and he did not look good at all in preseason. He was responsible for a lot of missed blocks and just did not look good. When I was when I was going back and watching the condensed version, just so you know. But at least he's on the practice squad. Maybe he'll get better. Hmm. He's undrafted, right? Free agent, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I bet this is his first year out of college, undrafted. I mean, correct. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So that's your 53 man roster, ladies and gents. That is your Dallas Cowboys team of 2023. They were unsuccessful on, they didn't say who, but they did not bring anybody, they did not claim anybody off waivers. And they were very deep on the waiver wire. So, like, you know, you got to wait, you got to go through like 27 or 28 teams to just get to the Dallas Cowboys. So, Guys that they did, you know, lost out on, like we said, Jabril Cox to the Commanders, Dennis Houston to the Giants, Isaiah Land, who a lot of people were very butthurt over losing that guy as a defensive edge rusher. He lands with the Colts, and of course, our guy Will Greer lands with the Viking, uh, the the Bengals. Sorry, um, and that's it. Yeah, I I, so. I just I want to go back, just go back around to uh, the preseason game and just mention again that Dak Prescott did not play a snap. Him and Hertz are the only two quarterbacks, I believe, not to take a snap in preseason. Okay. Very disappointed by that. And I'm just hoping we're not going to see the same DAT that came out against Tampa against the Giants on yeah, I uh, mean, opening night, on Sunday night again. So it's the Giants. It's a divisional rival. It's a game that I'm going to be at. <laughs> it's on my birthday. Dak Prescott, you better show up for my birthday, buddy. Oh. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Oh, but wait, wait, I forgot. Never mind. He's been prepping for the Giants game, he said, right? <laughs> what he said. Listen. Him not playing preseason, Dak said that what he's doing is it's, it's, it's okay. He doesn't need to play because he's getting ready. It helps him get ready uh, to play the Giants opening night by watching film of games that haven't happened yet for the Giants. You know, so, it's funny, though, that <clears throat> people call it Dak hating. We're not hating. I mean, you know, we, we have – Every every emotion around him is justified. You know, there, you know, him not showing up against Tampa. Um, you know, th these are all justifiable emotions. It's not like, you know, we're like, oh, we can't stand him. Uh, obviously, everybody well, wants him to do well. I just think that, you know, well, I want to say this, bro. Now, here's the thing: I'm not making fun of Dak for that. I'm making fun of the the head coaching. And management because Jerry Jones even said, and I read this in an article that about starting quarterbacks and stuff in the in preseason that Al Davis got to him. Al Davis did one time. I guess they had a joint practice with the Cowboys, mm -hmm. and uh, we we had our starters in, and Al Davis pulled his starters. And Jerry Jones said, "Why are you doing that?" He's like, "I need them healthy for December." And Jerry Jones said, "That's always stuck with me." So. That yeah. is something, and I'm, and I'm the Raiders who have been a exactly. A I mean, Al Davis losing fucking mind then too. So <laughs> this isn't Dak. Guaranteed, Dak would want to play and get snaps. There's no way, bro. You know, he's can we, all, can and, we and also talk a, about he's being a team player? That's what he's cool. doing. So when cool. I say he's not playing, and I think it's, I do think it's generic. The watching video thing, how they say he's, you know, oh, I'm get, he's getting prepared. He has to say something, mm. you know. But what about the fact that he called? Maybe a perfect game as the offensive coordinator against the oh, Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, it was everything, everything that was called, it was like, oh, wow, good call, Dak. You know what I mean? Like, 
What that does for him is it gets him mental reps. It gets him to learn the playbook more. I understand that. That, that all worked out good. Um, but again, it's going to count next week. You know, we're 11 days away. Um, See, I, I think I think I that know, that is Dak's problem is he overthinks. And, um, you know, if I think it's <laughs> what do you mental, do good to an overthinker? Make him think more. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, getting the, the mental game is where Dak was, you know, in the game time. Because, again, some of his decisions are questionable. Um, if he can, if he can nail that down, I mean, obviously he has the talent, you know, so mm. oh. I want receipts we on this. See. I really do think he's going to, he's going to blow up. This. I think it's going to be his best year. No, that's, this is your receipt, bro. It's well, here's the thing all now. Right. All right. I, I need, a, I need a firm definition of blow up. Yeah. I mean, that's my point. Thank so, you. That's what so I want to know. What's here's, my, here's, here's my, here's my thing. Does blow up mean he throws for 45 touchdowns and like fucking no. four, five, 4,500, 5,000 yards? Or does he blow up as a successful starting quarterback in the league, meaning he gets us to the promised land and ends the fucking drought? I, I think it's going to be the game management, which has always been, to me, a problem. And okay. um, I also think it's he's not going to cost us games. I think he's, you know, it's like I, Jesse agreed. It's it's not uh, – it's when he makes those those plays, those those messed up plays. I think he if, if he can get that under control, then yeah, man. Can I ask you a question? And I'm gonna answer it too. Maybe I'll ask you both. Yeah, I'll ask you both. Push come to shove. Does gun to your head? Does Dak Prescott have the ability, if we're down four with a minute to go, can you put the game on Dak Prescott's back this year? Play calling aside, I'm talking ability, mental, everything. Put it all together. Can Dak Prescott pull off a Mahomes type shit? Can he go out there? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Can he pull off? Can he pull off these magical, holy shit, Dak did it moments? Now you gotta you gotta talk about the team he's playing first. Yeah, he could do that to an NFL team. Can he do it to a team like the Niners defense or something? I'm gonna stand by and say no, he can't. Okay. He, um, maybe he could throw a screen pass and Deuce Vaughn breaks at 80 yards. Sure. But meticulously going down the field and not making a mistake and doing going through your progressions against a really, really awesome defense, I do not believe he can do that in the last minute. I don't. Okay. Um, I've you know, look, he's he's done it in games that did matter. I mean, look what he did with the Eagles on uh Christmas Eve. He played really well. Um Besides his pick six in the beginning. But again, I mean, look, I, I sent you guys a video of Roger Staubach in real time. And when yeah. you watch that in real time, you see the throws. He, You know, there's a couple of throws that he he didn't make. And then there's those big ones that he did make. And, and that's what, you know, separates those types of quarterbacks. Uh, again, I think I think the pressure, I think he's I don't know, man. I think that last year was was a big lesson for him. Yeah, and I yeah, mean, I, think, I, I, look, I think he can, man. I think he has it in him. Here's the thing. I've seen him do it in person. I've seen him do it. There was a game, Cole Beasley, knee, two feet. Remember that? Great that's game. Not, that doesn't count. Why doesn't that count? Because you, you're. that's, once again, you want to talk about what Jesse was talking about. Something's on the line. There was nothing on the line in that game. That was just a win game. We didn't get, that was the last game of the season. Zeke didn't even play that game. A lot of starters didn't play. Okay, fair. Something that is on, the closest what Brett just said, yes, against the Eagles, that game. That, what about what about what about what about what about is are, are we do we have that short term memory like my man balled out against Tampa Bay last year in the wild card the game. Minute. 
You're t- uh, what are we? You're talking about the last minute or a great Fine, game? Yeah, last minute. He did Break a one. The closest we have is Brett, which I'm not even sure that he had the he won the game in the last minute in that game. But I'm just saying, what he beat the Eagles in have? overtime once upon a time. Yeah, so I mean, look, he did his rookie year. He did. He beat the Ravens in the last minute. He beat the Eagles in the last minute. By the way, he beat the Baltimore Ravens. The only quarterback to beat the Baltimore Ravens for the Dallas Cowboys is Dak Prescott. In case you guys didn't know. So we do. Yeah, I love 2016 Dak. I tell you guys that all the time. Well, what if I was to tell you? What if I was to call him back? Give me that guy back, and I'm fucking rolling with that. What if I was to tell you that I have the feeling, my prediction? I can't say, oh, he's going to blow up like Brett just did. I'm going to say. You're going to get 2016 Dak Prescott. I can agree with that right there. If we because get I that, think that, we can take us to the promise land. And I think that Mike McCarthy is a smart enough coach to realize play to your quarterback's strengths. His strengths are quick out routes, dump offs, take the chance when it's applicable. Don't just mm-hmm. do it because you're, you know, you have to. It's third and third and six, and he takes a shot 30 yards down the field. Don't fucking do that. I'm saying you have enough talent around you now to be the 2016 version of Dak Prescott. I think that that's perfect. To chime in, like, I know you made a comment if he gives it to Deuce and and he breaks one. That's what we need. Like, in other words, um, instead of trying to force that long play or try and make that big play where, where, you know, you're, you're, you're dumping the ball off without forcing plays. And I, I think a lot of times Dak would force plays you know, or, or just not make those good decisions. And, and again, being a part of this offense and, and, you know, the, this new uh, Texas coast offense, I think that might fit him better. And look, if it doesn't, I'll I'll say I'm wrong. I mean, like I said, uh, we all hope I'm not. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, then we got, we really got to assess our future. And if Trey Lance is that guy, then, then he's that guy. But if Dak does not, if we see, Dak of last year and the year before that, uh, you know, against the Niners for some reason, he, you know, he wasn't showing up. Then yeah, we got a problem. We got it. We got to reassess it. And and I want to just reiterate this again because I do discuss with people on 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 different pages, fan pages, people that listen to the show, all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying Cooper Rush is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. People keep confusing that. Yeah. All I'm saying is when Dak is in there, the game that they call is different from Cooper Rush and it is different. Okay. People are like, oh, some some guy said uh said said to me, oh well, just so you know, we were near dead last when Cooper Rush in offense when he was running it. We were, but once again, were we in time of possession? Were we in turnovers? No, we weren't. Were we in I win? Take a seven, eight minute drive. If we go 80 yards in seven, eight minutes, that's fantastic. I don't give a fuck about the goddamn stat sheet. That's a good point. And that's that's Jalen what Hurts threw for a hundred yards in the NFC title game. Really? Yeah. See, yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> one. Yeah. Like either that or the Super Bowl. Either way, they were in it. They were in it. You know what I mean? Like the Eagles were one bad turnover away from being champions. So the the 2016 version of Dak Prescott with more if you look at 2016's roster and now this roster, shit. This roster blows it away. Blows it away. You know what I'm laughing at though? What? It's who do we play first game 2016? We lost to the Giants. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Except no, it was I in know. Dallas. It was in Dallas. He won like eleven in a row. <laughs> so, I know. I'll really take won. it. We got that's the, that's the last time he lost to the Giants. You know that. I year. know. Yeah. I'm well, that, yeah. That's, that's the uh, that's Better the thing too with these fantasy nerds, man. <laughs> is they they think stats are everything and it's not. 
And again, um, it, it's it's we keep hitting that that uh, beating this down, but that game management and time of possession is everything. And if that can can because again, we 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 both agree because we got into it with you over that stretch. We're not saying that Cooper Rush was a better talented quarterback. He just managed the game, and and that's all Dak has to do. That's fine. Combined with his talent, I mean, there's going to be those opportunities where those big plays will be open, and he can make those big plays. Mm-hmm. But, but it's slow and steady, man. But that is what's going to make the Giants good this year. And it's that, what they're doing. That's their offense. That's what he runs. I mean, look, I, I knew nothing about the head coach coming when coming in, Dable, when he came in. I knew nothing about him. But He's what he did, yeah, I mean, yeah, I knew nothing. But how we turned that team around and how they played last season and how he, I mean, Daniel Jones went from leading the turnovers to nothing. To, I don't even know how many. What do you have, two or three last year? Something very minute I meant that right there because I'll say this the the Patriots never had the greatest team ever they just were well coached Giants scare me not because of Daniel Jones and the talent because of how they're coached and like Jesse said they have football people around them now Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. what scares me about the Giants listen at the end of the day bottom line when it comes to Dak Prescott the only fucking stat that I care about this year is wins that is it However you got to do it, go get it done. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to sit there and light up the scoreboard every week. And that's something that McCarthy literally went back and doubled down on telling everybody, like, hey, listen, you know, when we could have ran last year and kept that ball a little longer, Kellen wanted to take a shot down the field. That's his words. You know what I mean? So, like, last year a lot of people were like, well, Kellen Moore's the scapegoat. Maybe not. Maybe he was the problem. And maybe that's why Dak was throwing it recklessly all the time. I said he was the scapegoat, and I hope I'm wrong. I'm I'm doing the I'm going to do an analogy here because it's kind of similar and it's the difference between talent and fundamentals. And remember when uh, the USA basketball team, when we lost, we got the bronze at the Olympics, Mm -hmm. we were losing to teams that were sound fundamentally. And, you know, that is where football heads come into play, where, look, we don't. We, we just need to keep to the basics. I mean, it's it's like it's it's weird. It's, It's a complicated, simple. Right. Like, you know, the plays are more complex, but the basics are still the same. And you got to stick to those fundamentals and you got to play smart football. Right. You can't can't be going for the highlight reel every every play. No, that 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 right there is a fucking awesome comparison, bro. Way better than my my girl, -girl (laughs) ex-girlfriend or girlfriend. Team USA, we had the fucking we have the greatest basketball players in America. Doesn't matter. We were getting the bronze because of what Brett's saying. That is the same thing. Exactly. That's 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 fantastic. Again, right. time of possession, turnovers, and penalties. Those three things. Yeah. If, if if you're not winning in those, you're going to lose the game. I don't give a shit who you have. Yeah. And well, again, I think uh, uh, you know maybe Mike McCarthy, which Jesse Holly brought up that point, he knows he's on the hot seat and he's like, look, if I'm going to die on the sword, I'm going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you know, a, a big thing, which we don't know, maybe Jerry is, is out of the way on this one. Maybe doubt it, but you know, yeah, I doubt it too. <laughs> but anyway, listen, next week, we're going to cover the schedule game by game. We do it every year. We'll see how many wins this Dallas Cowboy team can get. Um, if you guys or any of you listening to this now on a what's today Tuesday, uh, no, it's Wednesday. How about that? So if you're on a Wednesday and you live in New Jersey, 
Mr. Brett Ernst will be at the Stress Factory all weekend long in New Brunswick. So go tomorrow check him night, out. Tomorrow night, well, Thursday night, Friday, and Saturday. Okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to try to get over there tomorrow. And is this guy's he's, his legs locking up with you all right over there? <laughs> he's cramping up. <laughs> Keith's cramping up. But anyway, what happens when you get old, Keith? Yeah, listen, you gotta you gotta get you gotta get on the stuff. I'll hook you up with my supplier. Um, anyway, and I got to show you guys my Nikes I, I had custom made for this season. Oh no. <laughs> I can't and, wait to see it. Just so but you it, guys know, I'm, I'm putting this out right now. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan because after you hear my prediction next week, you're, you're not going to think so. <laughs> All right, well, that's a nice little cliffhanger for Dave Sturgill, Brett, and Keith. Keith, Keith, is, Keith is, what's his name? Cleveland Indians. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm quading hard. Whatever. You're, you're quading, quading hard, very hard. It's not even fun. Wild thing, you make my heart sting. Whatever he's Oh, he's, he's gonna go to fucking yeah. AT&T Stadium and, and when we go like turn his place into a parking lot <laughs> he's gonna be all quaking on that shit oh my god anyway for Dave Sturgill, Brett and Keith Ernst this has been another episode of the Jersey Boys podcast be sure to subscribe leave a review all that good shit you're supposed to do with podcasts and we'll see you guys for our NFL season preview episode next week hey this is Tony Soprano, and you're listening to Jersey Boys Podcast with your hosts, Dave Sturgeo and the Ernst Boys. I mean, I could give a shit about the Cowboys. We're in New Jersey. These guys got balls being Cowboys fans in Jersey. Anyways, enjoy. Well, whatever. How about this, Cowboys?